you're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Let's read Romans chapter 5 this morning. I want to read something from Romans 5. Amen. Jesus is Lord. God bless you, choir. You are looking funky. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Let's read Romans chapter 5, verse 1. The Bible says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we are peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace we are in we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now verse 3 is where I'm going. The Bible says, not only so, but we also glory in tribulations. This is a, why should somebody glory in tribulations? Hallelujah. <laughs> we glory in tribulations. And he gave the reason, knowing that tribulation works. Hallelujah. And being patient is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Right? So we started last Sunday and then went on on Wednesday by talking about... Now, I've been dealing with a Christian community. And we've been talking about the character of a Christian. Hallelujah. There is the way of life of a Christian. And when we are talking about spiritual maturity, God is going to make sure that it develops the nature of Christ or the character of Christ in you. Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> Wednesday was quite interesting, and I'll go to something second time, but now I'm going to say, so, we looked at certain things on Wednesday, but we started last Sunday about the fact that in Matthew 22, Jesus established, if you start from verse 37, somebody came to Jesus and he said that which one is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said that it's very simple, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy heart and with thy soul and with thy mind. Verse, uh, uh, next verse. This is the first and the great commandment. And he said the second one is like it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And Jesus said all the laws and the prophets, they hang on these two uh, commandments. That means if you know these two things, you already know what all the laws and prophets, everything that they are about. If you love your neighbor, now, you can't cram all the laws. You can't know all the principles, but there is one that you know, and it makes up for all others that you don't know. And Jesus said that what you should know is law. So where is it? I told them that. Um, the Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? When people get born again, the first thing they should be taught is to be taught how to walk in law. Unfortunately, that's not the case. So there are many Christians who don't have foundation. So when you see fights and offenses, and that's why believers can have marriage and have serious issues, that's why people regard anybody trying to correct them or anybody who opposes them as their enemy, and they can call down fire on their enemy. Even though they've read in the Bible that when Jesus wanted to enter a city and they rejected him in that city, Two of his disciples said, shall we call down for you? And Jesus said, no, you don't know the kind of spirit you are. The kind of person we are is in Romans chapter 12, bless and curse not. 
bless those who persecute you. Why do we have churches nowadays who are training people to curse their enemies? When Jesus says you should bless those who persecute you. That is another gospel. Are you following me? Did Jesus say we should curse our enemy? That's African gospel. <laughs> it works well with Africans. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So we command them to die. We command fire on them. And anyway, but I'm not, uh, you know, I don't, I, I'm not here to eat on any journey. So I just want to establish something that there are many things that people are saying that are contrary to what the master said. All right? And it's because people haven't been trained to understand the law of love, which is the strongest and the most powerful. And there's an aspect of it that I want to look at this morning. So are you, are you following me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, uh, it said then, because of what we're... So those will remain our two uh, major texts. This Matthew 22 from verse 37, and then what Jesus said in John chapter 13 verse 35, that by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you love one another. They won't know that you are my disciples because you speak in tongues, or because you fast and pray, because you give in trouble, because you... Whatever. But Jesus said that this is how they will know my, that you are my disciples if you love one another. So if love is what uh, is a sign that people ought to look for in us, then it's a cause, a curriculum that we have to take very seriously in the church. And that's why I'm talking about this. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So he said this, how all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. If you love one another. But what I want to look at this morning is... Uh, there is this concept that many people are not used to. The fact that when we come into Christ, it begins to refine us until we reflect fully. That glory is hidden in your spirit. But it is covered by a lot of things in your soul. Things we've learned. Things we've, <laughs> uh, we've been uh, accumulating. And one by one, for the glory to be revealed, God will start removing them from your life, one after the other, and the process is not very palatable. That's why some people appear as if uh, they, they're blessing they want. The things that they want. Those things are not come because God is more concerned about your spiritual development than any other thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you following me? Yes, Praise the Lord. So momentarily you can be paused on the spot until you understand certain things. Hallelujah. Let me read one more thing. And then I, want, I just want to share something from the life of Joseph. And uh, on Wednesday we looked at Saul and David. I will do that again in second service. I want to share something from the life of Joseph. So, uh, but then let's read Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 17. To know how powerful this is. The Bible said that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. That you, let's read it together. What's the next thing? Say it again. When you are rooted and grounded in love, what happens? Next verse. May be able to comprehend with all the saints. What is? And, uh, do you know the meaning of this? If you have read of Moses talking to God face to face, that is a dimension that many have not crossed into. If you have heard of him uh, using his rod to part the Red Sea, whatever you have heard about any saint, Elijah calling down fire, Whatever amazes you about any saint is a depth that you don't understand. But the Bible says if you are rooted and grounded in love, you will be able to comprehend. That means you get to the same level with all the saints. 
You can walk in the blessing of Abraham when you are rooted and grounded in love. You can walk in the power dimension of Elijah when you are rooted and grounded in love. Are you understand what I'm saying? All the saints. So we measure up with all the saints when we are rooted and grounded in love. Then the love of God must be a topic that every Christian must be interested in. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And I've noticed that the Father said we are removing everything that stops us from walking in the love of God. Amen. Okay. Are you following me? We go deeper, but not today. Because I just want to look at Joseph today to show you a pattern like we started. You know, in Christian conducts, as we come into Christ, there are things that will begin to leave us. And there are new things that will begin to press into and one of the things that we should pay attention to is the fruit of the Spirit manifesting in you. Now, fruits. You don't see fruit on any tree until the tree is mature. Hallelujah. Now, the fruit of the Spirit that is in Galatians chapter 5 is not the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's the fruit of the recreated woman spirit. So when a person is born again, he is supposed to bear some fruits. And they are love, joy, peace, patience, self-control, gentleness, kindness, temperance, and meekness. And the Bible says, against such, there is no law. This is the dimension. Hey, see. You know, the Bible says in 1 John 4, 17. 18 says, perfect love casts out fear. And that he that is afraid has not been perfected in love. But verse 17 says that ARN is our love made perfect. That we, that we might have confidence in the day of judgment for as he is. So are we in this world. Because God is love. And this is the highest manifestation of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you following me this morning? Yes, but I just want to talk about how God works on us. <laughs> I use Joseph as an example this morning. Because I want to talk about what, what I read, what I started with. That Romans chapter 5. That we glory in tribulation. Why do you see tribulation at times? Some of the things that we call tests and trials at times, we will thank God for it. Listen, when a Christian is going through an experience, let the knowledge that should come from the experience stay with you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you following me? Uh, they did understand this when he was taking them through the wilderness, into the promised land. He was trying to work character in them. Because tribulation will produce patience, and patience will eventually work character inside you. Hallelujah. All that God wants to do in your life, you cannot receive it at the level you are now. So ch some changes have to take place. And this is what people don't like. Hallelujah. Instead of getting angry, so we dwelt on that very deeply on Sunday. You know, when I, when I talked about, I've said that many times, when I talk about the woman that. I said about the woman that was sick for 13 weeks in the hospital. Nobody from my church went to check her. And when she was well, she came back to the church and told the pastor that, I think we need to start a department in this church where we will be checking those who are sick. It happened to me and I don't want it to happen to someone else. I said, that is a Christian. 90 percent of other Christians will hate the church and walk away from the church. And it's because they have not crossed from I to we mentality. If you, or from they to we. They are the church. They did not come to check me. If you start believing that we are the church, we are lacking in checking people, you will do something about it. But if we say they, you will walk away from it. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's very important. Amen. So, 
Glory to God. I'm trying to get to something before I talk about Joseph. But I, I, I believe, are you, are you all hearing me? Praise the Lord. See, this is why <laughs> I said something on Wednesday. And I will, I will do it more in second service. Something on Wednesday. It's also the reason why somebody is telling you the pains in our hearts. And this happens a lot in relationship, whether married, brothers. Instead of you to listen to what the person is saying, what you are doing is preparing, waiting for him to finish so you can counter everything he has said. These are carnal manifestations that are bound many people. Are you getting what I'm saying? As the person is talking, all you are hearing, <laughs> you are waiting for him to land. Are you true? Then you start to defend yourself. And <laughs> later I will talk about that, but not now. When Joseph was a young man, he had a dream. Right? <laughs> After that, Genesis 37. That should be verse 6. Let's see, Genesis 37, 6. You know, he had a dream. <laughs> Hallelujah. I just want to show you something. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And he said to them, I pray you, hear this dream that I have dreamed. Verse 7. Behold, when, and then he told them the dream, say, my, he said, my, my sheep stood, and all that of yours started bowing to my, mine. He was enjoying counting his brethren. <laughs> Hallelujah. And a few verses later, he had another dream, and he said, hey guys, I've dreamt again. He said, this time around, the sun and the moon, meaning his father and his mother. So he said, the first time I dreamt, I saw you guys bowing to me, all with my brothers. Say, for this next one, you, my brothers, Daddy and mommy, all of them bowing to me. Even the father can't know, boy, come from this dream is going beyond boundaries. And God gave him the dream. But before the manifestation of the dream, something must happen to Joseph himself. I want you to hear me this morning. The Bible talks about the chastisements of the Lord. In Hebrews chapter 12. And if you are quick to learn, you grow very fast and you, have, you work in greater authority. If you don't learn on time, you know, this thing that happened to Joseph, Jacob in the Bible, the Bible says, in the night, is the understanding that must enter every Christian. Situations are forever here to train us. If you understand the training, you soar above the situation. Are you with me? If you don't understand, you keep fighting. Because this is the mistake many make. Jacob in the night, the Bible says, if you remember the encounter he had with an angel, the Bible says, this is how the Bible starts it. That there appeared a man that started wrestling with him. At the beginning of God dealing with you, you will think it is man dealing with you. No understand that it is God. There are impatient people around you, people getting on your nerves. It is to train you to be patient. So at the, at the Bible says that there appeared a man fighting with Jacob. But early in the morning, when the light of heaven came... He saw that it was not a man fighting him, it was God himself. Many times, when things are happening, you will think people are against you. You don't know, but when you see under the light of God, it's like, it's not people, it is God. Hallelujah. Amen. Eventually, why was Anna barren? That she might produce Samuel. At the end of the day, you find out that it's not people, it's God. So Jacob waited till daybreak, and daybreak, the Bible represents light from the word of God. When the light of heaven shone, then he understood that this is not man fighting me, this is God. When you have this understanding that it is God, the way you struggle, fight, defend, and attack, and all those things will disappear from your life. 
Many people are stretching their hand forever to get something and you are not getting it. And that's why you are frustrated, you are fretful and all those things. And you don't really need it. The Lord is working something in you that you are not seeing. Can I hear me? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He can allow your colleagues to appear as if they are going. He, he is your father. He won't allow anybody to go ahead of you in life. But he can appear so for a while. Because there is something you should see. I need all of you to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. You are fighting it and fighting everybody. Are you with me? Is somebody with me? So Joseph had a dream and he began to tell them, you know, God saw that I'm going to make this guy prime minister. This guy is going to become great. But this arrogance has to go. So the brother sold him. You are the light of the world. You are to shine in the world, not to shine at the face of other Christians. But he was shining before his brothers. Hey guys, you know, you know, you know, I just dressed. Hey, you, you bow most. In that dream, I saw you bowing completely. If I put my leg on you, and the brother said, really? You know, he was saying it and he was enjoying it. And after a while, the Almighty God said that we need to let this guy understand that with this present configuration, he cannot enter into what we have planned for him. So we must adjust some things in him. We glory in tribulation. Tribulation produces patience. The first thing that happens is they sold him. Even when they sold Joseph, he still did not understand. Look at the way he spoke to Mrs. Potiphar. And this is the first thing in walking in love that must disappear from your life. I must go. Hi. The Bible says, let everybody look at the interest of others, not your own interest. The whole idea of the parable of the good Samaritan. The guy said, Lord, what is, what is the greatest? And Jesus told him. And then he said, so who is my neighbor? And Jesus said, now your neighbor by God's definition is somebody that you put ahead of your own, ahead of yourself. You know, we started this Sunday by talking about a time we come. That those who don't have cars in the church of Christ will not feel that they don't have cars. Because when service ends, those of us that have cars, we will pick those who don't have cars. In the morning when we are coming, we will do so. Now, right now, the body of Christ is not ready for that level right now. Because even if you give your car, they might abuse it. But a time comes when self dies in all of us. And we start working in genuine love. That nobody will ask for somebody, ask money from somebody and refuse to pay back. All those things will disappear from the body. That's why this message has to be taught that when we start working in true light and in true love, those things will start going. It will get to a time that you cannot see yourself talking about other people again. If you have an issue with anybody, it's only possible to walk up to and say, see, I don't like this thing. Not that you start talking about it. Some people cannot sit down with other people for five minutes without talking about some other people. Give them five minutes. If they ever come to your house, whatever they've seen in your house, they're going to report elsewhere. They can't, some people can't sit down five minutes and not talk about someone else. In fact, they make friends. The only way they, are, they owe their friends is to have something new to tell their friends about other people. You should run away from such people. Hallelujah. And that's how some people win friends. They have something to say about someone else. And because human beings like hearing something new. So momentarily you have friends. Until you have nothing to say again. Then the friends will talk about you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> when he goes to Mrs. Potiphar, let's read chapter 39. <laughs> Something profound. Huh? But look at 
When the woman said, sleep with me, look at the way Joseph spoke. And God said, ah, we took this boy from a guy with coats of many colors to becoming a slave. Even as a slave, he was still proud. Make no mistake about it. Pride has nothing to do with wealth. There are some poor people, they are as arrogant as peacock. And some of them, they say that I am poor and I'm arrogant. My pride is pride on top of poverty. So it has nothing to do with people's status. There are rich people that are poor, that are are proud, there are poor people that are proud. Some people are just proud. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) After Nebuchadnezzar's lecture, when God sent him to school of zoology for a while, he became an animal for seven years. When he lifted up his eyes, he said, those who are proud, he is able to move. He learned. He said, after those years, I lifted up my hands and I gave glory to the God of heaven. He said, those who are proud, he is able to humble. I've learned. Amen. You see, God will do everything he has said he will do in your life, but not at this present state. Are you getting what I'm saying? He has to take Jacob through the same process. He was a cheat and he was a scammer, but the covenant of God was upon him. And God wasn't going to change his mind. But when God saw, why did God touch the hell of his leg? And he started limping. They couldn't run away. Because all his life was always running away. Stole the brother's blessing and ran away. So the angel said, let's do something about this, your so-called strength. Ability to cheat and run. And then he started limping. When he started limping, then God's promise came to pass in his life. And now that you cannot run again, we are ready for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. You, you understand what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, it, it takes... God a lot to develop a man that he will use mightily. And you know one thing? He is the ancient of this. He can wait forever. You are the one that is under time. So you better learn. If you repeat class ten times, God is always there. Forever. You are the one that you have about 80 years to spend on that. He, he lives forever. So he's training you for 25 years. Time, you are saying time is going to him. 25 years is like two seconds. Ah, we just started the training like two seconds ago. <laughs> so, all you can do is to learn very fast. <laughs> you know, this kind of message, I wish I was... <laughs> oh, God. Let's... Genesis 39, let's read. <laughs> Again, what happened to... Look at this young man, Joseph. Hallelujah. Get down to verse... Uh, when he was in Pharaoh's house, and um, what verse is that? And the wife was talking to him, that lie with me. Okay, yes. Look at the slave talking to the mistress. No, I can't do this. No, I can't do this. But he had to give her his CV. Look at what he said. He refused and said unto his master, so I behold, my master wanted not what is with. What's the next, what's the next word there? Me. If you have your, if your Bible, is yours and it's not borrowed. Put underline that word me in the house. He had committed all he had into what? Next verse. Okay, underline that one also. There is none greater in this house than neither any, get back anything from, anything from me, but thee. Because you are his wife. How can, what's next thing? In two verses, look at how many references to himself. Nobody is greater in this house than myself. Everything this has committed under my care. If I, you are the only one because you are his wife, that's not coming under my And heaven <laughs> marked him right for refusing to sleep with the woman, but that pride was still there. 
And God said that, let's help this guy further. If as a slave will not work, shall we try prison? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you see, after then he went to prison. From a guy with coat of many colors, captured, sold, became a slave. Then from a slave, a slave is still better than a prisoner. Then a prisoner. And then, in the prison, even when he interpreted someone's dream, he still chipped in himself. He said, remember me. He said, Pharaoh is going to restore you back. When he does, remember me. I was stolen. He was not stolen. He was sold. He said, just, and the Bible said, the, 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 the guy forgot him, the butler forgot him for two years. This was God. God wanted to disconnect him completely from leaning on men. I have found out, if God will do every project in this world through you, it will make men disappoint you until you lose interest in men. Because if one or two, if they are still helping you, you cannot enter that strength of Jehovah in his fullness. If somebody is still putting his hand helping you. So when they help others and they say no to you, it is not that they don't like you. It is God behind. He is the one following you to their house, making sure they say no to you. And you can bind Satan, but you can't bind God. So when you say all the affliction, all the things happening in my life, all the things frustrating me, then they are saying that, now we, 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 we are the ones frustrating you. Every single time, something is working until you get there. So this is the fourth time I'm trying to apply for visa and they are saying no. Where are you going to? They've checked your CV in heaven. And God has said that this guy will become mighty here. When he understands what we want him to do here. And things are busting forth. Then they will throw this at you. But if you go now, you will miss purpose. He said, I know the plans I have towards you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil. You can't, over, you can't outplan God for yourself. His plans are better than yours. Only that your timing are not the same. Hallelujah. When God arrives, he shows big. Anna would have had any son. And the boy would be running around like every other person. But to, to have the high priest of an entire nation as your son is something unusual. And when that happened, she had five more children after Samuel. Maybe that God was waiting for something. Hallelujah. Are you following me? This is wonderful. This is awesome. Just let God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so, you know, he still said that to him. And God said, now, when he got to, at the end of two years, when the butler did not remember him, finally when God showed up, something had happened to Joseph. Now, let's read Genesis 41. This is 41 42 now. I think that's verse 35 or so. Look at how he answered. Number one, as soon as he came out of the prison, let me see. Genesis 41, 35. Okay. Uh, let's start from 33. <laughs> Can you see a changed man here? Now, you know the first thing, for time I don't want to go, when, at the beginning, when he came out of the cell, and Pharaoh said that, I was told you can interpret. He said, only God can interpret that God will give Pharaoh an answer 
And when he told them the solution to their problem, that there will be seven years of famine, Gaddafi, look at what he said. He said, let Pharaoh look out for a man, discreet and wise, and set him over the land. It was Pharaoh that said that, why should we look for another man? You are the man. If it was the old Joseph, it would be like, well, nobody could tell the dream except me. Nobody told you the transmission except me. Let Pharaoh now look for me. And I will set Egypt in order. But he has learned that I should go. John said he must increase, I must decrease. So he said, Pharaoh, you know what? I told you the dream, the meaning. Go and look for one man. That can help you. Then Pharaoh said, oh, we are not looking for any man. You are the man. See, this is the reason why he could not even retaliate when he saw his brothers. Have you noticed? He played a little prank. Those are the old videos one of watching heaven. I, I, that, that part, uh, I know when we watch it over there in heaven, many of us will cry. That was a touching part. When the brother stood before him, and the Bible said he remembered the dream. They didn't know it was Joseph because he had started dressing like an Egyptian. And to them, they believe he died. You know, you can lie until that lie begins to look like a truth to you. They told the father that he had died and they believed he was dead. And they started believing and now they, it became a reality that he was dead. So when they went to Egypt to buy, God has a way of causing all these things to happen. You know, you know I wanted to, I remember many years back, I think when we were in school, I said to a particular lady, she was quite wayward. She was in the midst of the fellowship. She loved the worship and the word and everything, but she loved men also and all those things. And I told her one day, you will realize you, may, you might be 60, 50, 40, where you have wasted your life finished. You look back and you cry that God placed you in a place for a change, but you rejected the change. And that happens to some people. God organizes them, no matter what has happened in your past, when God puts you among people, you see, they say when God gives you a second chance, don't repeat the mistake of the first place, uh, the first chance. It's a God of new beginning, but don't repeat the old mistakes. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? God takes people and He places them in the midst of those who genuinely love them, who will help them. But their waywardness will make them reject such places and they go. He has time. You will waste your time and come back. And Some things, you might not be able to get them again if you waste time. Time waits for no man, and it is the truth. Are you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> Amen. They came in and a part of it wanted to scare them. So Benjamin and Joseph were born by the same mom. So what they wanted to do was they wanted Benjamin to be the first person to know that he was still alive. And the Bible says he was speaking to them through an interpreter. You know, they didn't know it was Joseph. And they, they thought he could not speak Hebrew. So he brought a slave here to stand between him and his brother. And they will speak Hebrew. Then we convert it to Egypt. We will translate to Egyptian language. And he will speak Egyptian and translate to Hebrew for his brothers. But he was hearing everything they were saying. And he put a cup. <laughs> I like that guy. Bad boy. <laughs> put it in the bag of one of them. And as they were going back, the first thing they found, the money they brought to buy food, they gave them the food and they put their money back. When they were going on their way, they found their money in their bag. And they all said, ah, we are in trouble. Then they found the king's cup in the youngest boy's bag, Benjamin. And they said, this is... 
<laughs> you know, one of them said, ah, when is too important? I said, why did you steal my cup? One of them said that, didn't I tell you guys not to kill Joseph that day? His blood is haunting us now. <laughs> and it was the same Joseph that was standing. And the Bible said at that point, he went inside to go and cry. Then he came up here and said, you see, all of you are thieves. <laughs> and he said, I'm going to detain one of you. And it was Simeon he took. Personally, I believe that it was Simeon that said that here comes the dreamer. Let us kill him. That was why he decided to scare the guy. Because you can, in Bible, when you want to understand something, you can eliminate. So, Jude, uh, Reuben was the firstborn. Simon was the secondborn. Levi was the thirdborn. Judah was the fourthborn. If the call to kill somebody will come from anybody, it must come from the four of them. In those days, it must come from one of them. In those days, um, you have to respect somebody above you. So a younger person couldn't have spoken. So when the twelve of them were together, or eleven of them, or ten of them actually, when they were together, my Lord Joseph, when Jesus was saying, here comes the dreamer, it must, it must have come from one or the four of them. Because apart from that, the rest were born by concubines. These were born by legitimate wife, Leah. So only one of them. And so it has to be one or the four. And you can start your permutation from there. Like Nigerian's qualification, you know. <laughs> Uh, it's not exactly so now. You can start from. So if we look, so if we agree that it has to be one or the four, because they are the first four born by the first wife. Others were born by Kukubai, so it must be one of them. So then, Reuben went back to the cave to bring him out. And the Bible said because he wanted to give him back to the father. So he couldn't have Reuben that said, here comes the dreamer, let's kill him. Is that clear? Amen. Judah said that when he saw the Ishmaelites coming, he said, why do you want to kill our brother? Let us sell him to this guy. That was Judah's idea. So it was not Judah who said so. Remaining how many people? So either Levi or Simon. And Simon was older. <laughs> you understand? So definitely, it was Simon that said that thing. So Joseph remembered. He didn't plan to revenge. just wanted to shake up the guy a little. And then finally looked at all of them and he said, you know what? Let's stop this play. I am Joseph. And they were looking. And he said, don't blame yourself. You meant it for evil. But God, it is amazing how God can use your enemies to achieve so much in your life. This is why we also listen to those who don't like us. You see, why you don't understand, there were things I said on, 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 on Wednesday. I would refer to some of them in second service, but I wish I could talk more about some of these things. Why people fight, why people get angry, why people insist on their ways. Anywhere you are, where the word of God is, open your heart and trust the leadership of that place. If there's no trust, you cannot maximize the blessing in the house. There will be times when you will think you are right and they are wrong. That is when I must give way. All over the world, there are people in churches, they are just a step away from offense. They love the church. Waiting for the day somebody will say something that they disagree with and then fight with and then they are going to leave. And then go to another place. How long will some people live like that? Are you getting what I'm saying? When we get to family, we are going to bring this thing into families. 
There are people, I, I have asked people here before, when people complain in uh, their HOD, HOD is saying it's an answer. Do you think if I ask you to become the HOD, you, everybody will be pleased with you and then they keep quiet? Nobody has been able to answer that question. If you say the choir coordinator is doing, uh, is asking some, if I call you complain and I make you the choir coordinator, do you think you will satisfy everybody? If your answer is no, then shut up and learn. What is wrong with you many times that you want things done your way? You know, there are churches all over, as I was speaking this morning here, and the many churches, there are those who are in church, they are judging the major of the pastor. So pick which one they agree with, which one they think is wrong, and all those things. How people do all these things? And you see, it is something in them that they need to kill. God has great plans for them, but they cannot work in it when these things are there. It is possible. In the love of God, just like the family love, that you will stop your child from putting your, his hand in fire or driving too early because you make cannot handle it. God can stop a man from meeting the right woman because the state you are now, you will drive her crazy. You are too selfish for ever to give you the woman. So God's normal priority is to work on your character first. Otherwise, we mess up the marriage, mess up your children and divine plan. The same thing a woman. He has great plans, so you're going to be a mother of great children. But the state you are in now, with what you have internalized, a good man will be messed up by you. So in the wisdom of God, says he loves you so much, he keeps them away. And instead of you to look inside, you are angry with everybody. Many of the things that people bind on, it's what they need to look into and grow. What they bind. I told people here, if for instance now, um, let me tell you the truth. Even if I know this friend has gone to the pot, he's telling lies. I will not take it as words for me. I will take it as the judgment of God. If they say I should apologize, I will do it without any reservation in me. It does not weaken me. It deepens my, 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 my strength in Christ. Are you getting this one? It makes you deeper. You know, there are people in church, even if, if a pastor intervenes and he says, they feel the pastor is siding this person. And it's amazing how people have this kind of mindset. The only person or people they have not fought is God Himself. And if they see Him, they will fight Him. <laughs> no matter any other person is wrong. The only, asking, the only person, and the reason why they have not fought God is that they have not seen Him. When they see Him and He says, This is it, they will say, ooh, 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 ooh. That's not what we are saying. And they argue. Hallelujah. You know, I've been preaching from when I was in school, and I've seen all kinds of characters. I've, I've seen all these things in people. And you know that to what end? To what end? To what end? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I have spoken to many, many people like Joseph today. Their dream is standing on the other side, but you are here. You are looking for the bridge between where you are and where your dream is. The bridge is that God wants to do something on your character. When you receive the dealings of God, the workings of God inside your heart, when you receive it, you will cross over to the other side like Joseph. But when you are trying to do it by yourself, you are delaying and wasting time. Is that understood? Praise the Lord. This is why I seek to walk in love at all times. It's the shortest course to everything. When Paul finished talking about all the gifts of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, then he moved to chapter 13 and he said that I show you a more excellent way. Oh, when you learn to keep good reports, when you learn, when you have lost your ability to retaliate completely, you've lost it. Amen. When you are married, 
and somebody is complaining about something and you are listening, not so that you can defend yourself. When you get rid of the idea of feeling that it's a sign of weakness to say, I am sorry. Saying sorry, some people rather die than to apologize. Oh, every single time in Lagos, I still saw when I was coming this morning, somebody bashes somebody and they are still arguing. Many times, somebody that has, somebody, the guilty one knows that is guilty. But by nature, he will not accept. And when you now turn, you now cross me, he knows it. One guy was driving and was looking at the back side of a girl passing and he hit someone else. And he was lying. You now came to my lane. And because it's so, just so difficult for some people. And the guy that was in the car with him told him that, but you were looking at that girl. But that one said it after the opponent had gone. That you see, you were looking at that girl. Like I said, always, I can understand footballers when they compete. I can understand boxers when they compete. At least there's a price. There's money. And crowd, they are watching, so their pride is at stake. What I don't understand is you and your wife alone. And nobody wants to accept what is the price when you finish fighting? Only the two of you, nobody's watching you. Yet you want to win. It's amazing. If a lawyer is arguing in the court, at least when he wins, there's money. When you win your wife, at what price? When your husband talks, you are interested in talking him down. You want your wife to keep quiet for so when she keeps quiet, so what do you get? You now find a check on your table. After <laughs> if that is the guy I can understand, I would say you are materialistic. But there's no there's no there's no reward for what you have just done. Except to exact energy to sweat and to shout. And that you want to does not mean you will not stay argue tomorrow. So what is the point in the fight? Is somebody with me this morning? Where some many people are looking at me here. I see I'm getting you. Some of you have been fighting, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Is someone blessed this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. I see your dream coming to pass. I see God working great and many things in your life. Hallelujah. Just grow. One more scripture. Hebrews 5, 7. Let's start 7 or 8. I just want to cap it off with this. This talks about Jesus Christ. It shows that this applies to everybody. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications, with strong crying and tears, unto him that was able to save him from death, he was heard in that he feared. Look at the next verse. I will close with this. Everybody read this together. How did he learn obedience? It is not every door shutting up that God is shut, that, is, that is the devil. Sometimes it's God. This is talking about Jesus Christ. Though he were his son, yet he learned obedience by the things that he suffered. That's why we say we glory in tribulations. Is that clear now? Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. So many times we enter into this thing through persecution. People bashing at you and others. We enter into this thing through persecution. Those who are grateful to God, no matter what is going on, you enter into the kingdom that way. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. If Daniel fought the signing from being signed, we will not be hearing of Daniel today. 
He knew they wanted to sign something against him. He allowed it. He knew God was in him. What was in it? At the end of the day, the people went down for him. Quit fighting for yourself. Quit explaining to everybody. Quit trying to talk until everybody's convinced that you are right, they are wrong. You don't need it. Hallelujah. Shall we rise? Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.